ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it. Yes. Flashlights. Laura Styles got the four one. Griff, can you do me a favor? It's Ebro in the morning. Um, I have a big, or Shawnee, I guess I should tell you not. I have a big pet peeve. I don't know if it's my my voice is is weak, like mm -hmm. like child. Yeah. But whenever I come on the song talking, can you hit me with the instant fade down a little bit? Because I always feel like I'm yelling at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I probably could have told you this off the air, and I realize now. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk sure. about it right here. Thanks. You know what? Pete Davidson from SNL is here, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Welcome, Pete Davidson, right on. into the show. Thank you. There you go. Now, Pete and I get into a lot of stuff, but I'll, we'll start off with the sad news of the day yesterday. Happened just as we got off the air, and that is uh, the passing of Combat Jack, who died from colon cancer. We only knew that he had it in late October, mm -hmm. and um, found out that he died yesterday. And uh, we found that we found out when we were getting off the air, and um, kind of waited to, to get confirmation on it, and. Uh, and then people started, you know, kind of uh, chiming in on Twitter and Instagram. And then it became the number one trend in the world was Combat Jack. And pretty amazing um, to think that when he passed away, his impact was so big. You know, several yeah. years before, you go back 10 years, he had been an entertainment lawyer, but I didn't know who he was. Right. He was a behind-the-scenes guy, mm -hmm. you know, who was an entertainment lawyer for a long time. Amazingly enough, Shani, mm -hmm. his law partner passed away... Sunday. Do yeah, you I hear that? I saw something like that. Fat Man Scoop posted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ed Woods. Yes, Ed Woods. His mm -hmm. his law partner mm -hmm. passed away Sunday. Like that. That to me is so. Anyways, that's bugged. But you know, Combat Jack. Um, the the Combat Jack show, his podcast. He took um, after me and Sife started Juan Epstein. He took that format of a hip hop driven podcast. Mm -hmm. And took it to a whole different level in terms of the seriousness and the gravitas that he gave it in terms of being like actual rap history mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, turned it into an incredible career, man. And uh, yeah, man. shocking. It was simply shocking. Yeah, I mean, but the love that he had on the Internet, like you said, it truly was amazing because in this industry, it's just hard to get the uh, get the. Uh, the traction sometimes. Yes, you a know, lot of people do get, things. Yeah, a lot of people hustle. A lot of people try to get the attention, and to be able to get that in such a vast media where there's so many different podcasts. Everybody had a podcast, but he was able to cut through. Know, cut through. Yeah, and now be on top. Um, he leaves his uh, his children and uh, an incredible legacy. His most recent podcast, Mogul, about the life and times of Chris Lighty, mm -hmm. is has been number one on the music charts for a very long time. You check that out as well, but. Rest in peace to uh, Combat Jack. Um, all right, Pete. Let's 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 talk about something happy and upbeat. Something I know you're very excited about. Cardi B has a new single coming out tomorrow. Oh yay! And I know you've been waiting with bated breath. It's called Bartier Cardi. Ridiculous title. <laughs> why why do you say that? Because it's just insane. It just sounds insane, and it's like hard to pronounce. Bartier Cardi. I know. I just don't understand it. It it's, sounds it's, like it's like a Neiman Marcus theme song. It's it, no, no. It's it's Cartier, but with a B. I'm sure it'll be great. I just now I was kind of surprised she actually didn't do SNL yet, considering she did every single big thing there was to do. I know. I hope we have her. Soon. Wait, you guys are coming back at at what point? In January? Uh, yeah, like mid January. Mid, she has. To, she'll be doing it. There's no. I, I would hope so. That'll be fun. I would bet everything. Um, yeah, that she'll be there. Uh, Lavar Ball announced. That he's launching his own basketball league for players who don't want to go to college. 
This guy's awesome. This is a very self-serving decision, of course, after he decided to pull Leangelo and LaMelo out of school, and his idea was, I'll just have them go play in Lithuania. It's He's like a NBA villain. <laughs> it's it's like I feel like he should have his own theme song like when he comes out to sit in his seat. Yeah, it's really true. It's, it's so exciting to watch. Like I don't know about you, but like basketball gets like stale after. It's so exciting to see whatever this guy's gonna. So do you next. have now you've been on board with Levar Ball from the beginning. I at first I was like I really hate this guy, and then I was like oh no that's just who he is. Yeah, and then I was like I immediately love this guy. Yeah, he really can't. He can't. This is what he does. No, he means well. Like and he's not a bad guy. No, I don't think he's a bad guy, but I do think he has some very Trumpian tendencies. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like to yeah. shape the world around him to just fit to Yeah, that I'm the best mentality. And it's insane. And and you got to like respect it to a certain degree. Except it's America, so he could legitimately become president of the United States. Facts. Which would be better maybe than the current situation we have. Yeah. I would pay anything. To imagine, you know, um, Pete, you were obviously engrossed in the election because the number one story about you in the world right now is that you got a Hillary Clinton tattoo. Yes. So we'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, but wonderful. Can, yeah, I know. I know you look forward to it. Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to get into it. I just, yeah. someone tweeted me about it and I was like, oh yeah, he did. He is a crazy man. I forgot about this tattoo. <laughs> but can you imagine how much more entertaining the election would have been if we could get three or four debates between LeVar Ball and Donald Trump? Oh my God. Ugh. Just the fact that the, the president has responded to LeVar Ball, mm -hmm. it's right. insane. Now, do you think the most insane thing about that— Oh, uh, look at my African-American over here. That's look at him. Do you think that the most in insane thing— That just made me feel insanely uncomfortable. Oh, uh, look at my African-American over here. <laughs> look at him. Not a lot of people know that when he was saying that, he was talking about Shawnee culture. Uh, a exactly. Lot of, a lot of, that's <laughs> why I was like, I'm not your anything, buddy. <laughs> not your, <laughs> not your, not your African-American. Be but, easy. Um, but the one thing I find really crazy, Pete, is that with everything that's happened with Trump, he responded to LeVar Ball, as you pointed out. It's like any black person that says his name under their breath he comes for them instantly. Yeah. Eminem delivers the most scathing thing ever said. Not a word. And now all we've gotten is yesterday, a month later, his pipsqueak son, Donald Trump Jr. Talk. Don't you find that odd, though? Well, yeah, it's it's insanely odd. I mean, it's not odd because it keeps happening. Right, so like, then it's not odd anymore, it's right? It's not odd anymore, but it's definitely, like, obvious. So basically it's like if you're white, you can insult him, and he understands it because mm -hmm. at least we're equals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when black people say something, like, no, 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 you yeah. don't you don't get to say anything at all. Right, right. Is that how we, is that how we feel? Yeah, I mean, he's racist, yes. Yeah, he's super racist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he <laughs> was the movement behind the 240 characters. On Twitter. Oh, the oh, 280. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the 280. Yeah. 100%. Just so he could have more. I mean, they're perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. He needed that space. He needed a little extra to bloviate. Bad hombres here. Which is amazing because his vocabulary is like eight words. It's like good, <laughs> happy, bad. Pete Davidson from SNL is here. We'll do a lot more. 1 800 223 9797. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is Ebro in the morning. On Hot 97, 718. What's the temperature today, guys? Do you write it down on the on the trusty sheet over here somewhere? I'm going to find it. I got it. Oh, cold. Yeah. Cold, Thank you, Cass. You're I appreciate welcome. that. It's very cold out there. Shout out to everyone who's still working here through the final days. Pete it, Davidson from Center Live is here. Degrees, oh, thank you, Pete. We all have iPhones. It's a high of 41 Samsung. today, Samsung. though. High of 41. And, guys, it's a gridlock alert today, so we all know what that means. Just kidding. I do not know what that means. It's this, though. 
This is more important than gridlock alert. Vegan alert. Remember that instead. Mm. Pete Davidson from SNL is here. Pete, how long have you been? How long has SNL been quiet for? Two weeks. Uh, the, this is the first week we're off. We're the, off for. Three. Oh, that you finished this past weekend. Yeah. Who was on this past weekend again? Uh, who Taylor was? Swift, uh, Taylor Swift and somebody else. Oh no, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, I just, That's right. I just watched the Kevin Hart. Um, I didn't see the show Saturday, but I watched his uh, his Charles Barkley. Uh, Shaq skit. Oh, that was great. Which I found very entertaining. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy this first half season? How was it? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's just nice that like uh, there's no election stuff going on. So you prefer? You're happy to not have the election to deal with? Oh yeah, that was that was pretty intense uh, last year. It was just so much stuff, and it was just it was it was a lot. And and did it sort of like dominate the energy creatively? Yeah, it was just, you know, that's that's that was the big thing. And it was just, it kept going and going and going. And it's just nice to, like, do other stuff. Were you bummed out that you never got personally attacked by Trump? Oh, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm I, trying really hard. Well, yeah, I figure you... you it, it's a big goal of mine. I, that's what I would think. It's yeah. like, when you get that personal attack... Yeah. Like, I've never had... When, when Jamel Hill got attacked, I was so proud of her. I'm like, you're now part of history. It's amazing. These tweets are getting recorded. Like, this is American history, what he's tweeting. So if you get caught up in a tweet, Pete Davidson gets attacked by... And now you got the Hillary tattoo, so that's a good step. Yeah. I, I She's a very sweet lady. Did you meet Hillary? Uh, I met her a couple times, uh, and she's just the nicest, coolest lady ever. So how do you react? I mean, listen, we, as we all know, you're from Staten Island. Yeah. And I don't know if you're aware of this, so I'm going to fill you in. Staten Island isn't always the most uh, socially progressive place. No, it's the only red place in New York. Can you explain that? Um, the, the thing about Staten Island is uh, everybody that uh, lives there kind of stays there. Like, Because going to the city when I grew up was like a crazy thing. It was like, oh my god! We're taking the ferry. I can't believe, yeah, you have to like take a boat. It's like that does sound like a big deal inherently. No, but it is when you're just like you know growing up in like a suburb. It's like a huge you know deal, and then everybody kind of stays there, and everybody just keeps their parents, uh, you know, their foundation and what they believed in. So like everybody's a little backwards there. Everybody's still like in 1975. So are you sort of trolling the entire place you're from when you get a Hillary Clinton? Because I would imagine the one thing that drives me crazy politically, and I I, I was a big Hillary supporter for a very long time. I am not at your level. I would not consider a tattoo of her, but I think <laughs> she seems like a pretty good lady. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I find, I, I get in fights with people about this still, is that like when you find people who love Trump or right-wing people who are n- generally a little more normal than a Trump supporter, but they're still right. very right-wing. Do you get frustrated at the level of vitriol and hate they have for Hillary? Like, it's the no. highest level hate I've ever heard. It, well, here's the thing. Uh, the people that comment all that nasty stuff on, like, YouTube videos and, like, the people that tweet and hate tweet are are those people. Those are the only people that do that, you know? Normal people do not... Like see something they don't like online, and they don't like post it. Like you guys suck. Right. You know I, what have I, mean? to share, I have yeah, to share. I have to share. You're this. just like, wow, I didn't really like that. But I'm I no, no, but, past it. But Pete, I meet people who go, you know, I I didn't vote for Trump, but I I could not vote for Hillary. I I hate that woman. I don't I don't understand. And I'm like I don't. And then they, and then when they hit me with like you can't just tell she's like a she's like a, po- a real politician. I'm like no no I can tell. Well, that. Yeah, she's the most qualified person ever to run for president. Exactly. Sorry, literally on paper. I'm sorry she's a woman. Everybody like I'm sorry that that upsets so many people. And but, you believe that's what the core of it is. Yeah, right? people just didn't want a woman to be president, and it's really evil and awful, and she deserved to be president. Now. Um, 
Um, where is the tattoo? Where did you put it? I put it on my leg. Yeah. And what did uh, what did your lady think about it? Oh, she, she it? loves it. Yeah, she, I mean, she has yeah. to be supportive. She's yeah. Seen, she's she's a feminist, right? She no, to... yeah. I, I the reason why I did it is because like I didn't do it when they were running against each other. I did it now because like that's that's just how much I hate that guy. It's just like she's still like that's how much cooler she is. You had to double down. Yeah, I just I feel so bad. Like it's just like so insane. Are you able to go? Um, you did one of your best bits. I hit you up the day afterwards. I thought your best SNL bit a few months ago about Staten Island. Oh, thanks. It was before Thanksgiving. Maybe it was amazing. Oh, thank you. Are you able to go home to Staten Island? Well, uh, yeah. Luckily, it's like I found out. Uh, I talked to some friends on the island. It's split. It's fifty-fifty on how they feel about I you. Know how they feel about me? Yeah. For <laughs> some reason, I only run into the fifty that hates me, but the <laughs> other fifty, the other fifty is apparently out there. Uh, has there ever been a situation in which you go? back and you're on Staten Island and you run into you're like you end up in an awkward situation with someone oh bro I went to a gas station to get like a Slim Jim and this guy this yeah and this guy just like eat out behind the closet where he was working in there and he was just like Trump's a good man and I was like what he was like he's a good man and he kept like getting closer to me and I just kept backing out (laughs) of the gas station into my car and he's like he's a good man and it was like three in the morning I could, this is like a horror movie. It was horrifying. Guess what you get for that? I was so scared. I have something for you. What? Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> so all that big Willie talk, hoppy on Staten Island. Playing yourself, yo. Playing yourself, yo. Playing yourself. I don't think. What Pete just did. What uh, you just did in the room was incredible. No, I, I thought it was a you song. Are so I took my headphones off. Just holding your headphones in the air and waiting. <laughs> all right. Uh, congratulations. You played yourself. Uh, I'm going to start out with... I just started listening to this audio. Mm-hmm. I have not heard it in full yet, but it, with the sound of it was so congratulations. Specifically because I don't understand how Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson are making up in 2017, and this is a news story. Here's the audio. And just to sit across from you and have those relive those moments of fun, excellence, Working hard, dreaming big, because we were dreaming of moments before we were even... Who, who, who stood up at 19, 20, 21, dreaming of stuff we wanted to do, and now here we are doing it, you know? But you are my brother. Get over yourself. Let me apologize to you. If I hurt you, oh. Oh. that we haven't been together, oh. and God is good to bring us back together. All right. Was that an ass slap? It hurt me too. Come here, man. Oh, this is for real? Congratulations. You played yourself. You can't hear the make out at the end. They like fall down on the floor. It's like a roll around. Magic Johnson's leg goes up in the back. Uh, Oh, Shawnee. Too far. That was it. That was the line of too far. Too far. Oh, my God. Why are they doing this? It's pretty embarrassing. Why are they? And why would anyone care? You're multi, 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 multi millionaires. No one cares that you weren't friends. I didn't even know that. And I, yeah, I gotta tell you, now I know you guys hated each other. Yeah. I know, and probably still do. Well, I don't understand why this is something that any of us would want to even hear. I, I don't get it. But congratulations, you played yourself. Also, uh, I got a pretty good list here of congratulations. Apparently, Donald Trump uh, celebrated the tax bill. But thought in passing the tax bill that he also he believed that he repealed Obamacare. And he said this 
multiple times that as a result of the tax bill, the mandate has been repealed on Obamacare. Unfortunately, that is just simply not the case. Congratulations, you played yourself. And in classic Trump fashion, he doesn't understand what his own bill is. Congratulations, and, you played yourself. And the yourself. craziest thing about that is I still consider this to be a pretty good Donald Trump week. Yeah, I think he has dementia. Is that what you, what were your thoughts on the two-handed, do you see the two-handed water drink? Uh, did he use two hands to mm -hmm. drink water? I, I think, yeah, I think he's, uh, I mean, the guy eats KFC and has 12 Diet Cokes a day. Have you ever tried to have one Diet Coke after you're 20 years old? It's, it's, it takes the whole day out. It might be because I have Crohn's and I can't handle it, but like, seriously, have you ever tried? It's disgusting. No, it's uh, multiple sodas and supposedly he drinks no water. Yeah, I... You can't do that. You, you can't, can't be 70 years old and not drink water. No, and just live on Diet Coke and KFC. That's not yeah. a, like, KFC's a treat, guys. It's a treat. Yeah. Like, I thought those were jokes when he was tweeting pictures of him on a private plane with, like, KFC, and he's, like, with the thumbs up. That's, like, an insane photo. And with his little tiny, strange thumb sticking yeah. straight up in the air. <laughs> Donald Trump, you are still the king of... Congratulations. You played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Right here on Hot 97. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. It's Ebro in the morning on Hot 97. Rosenberg in. Um, Pete Davidson from SNL is in the building. You know what I'm saying? This is how we do it. Staten Island's own. F what you heard. Like Wu-Tang. Staten Island's finest. Pete Davidson is forever. Pete, how's your water game, by the way? Like, how much do I drink? Yeah, yeah, I drink yeah. water what? all day. You do, you're not right now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's very early, and I'm tired. Yeah. So, wait, and you I'm need high to, like, and exhausted. <laughs> you ask him about water, it's like asking him about veggies. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I drink water all day, except for this particular moment. <laughs> I wasn't trying to attack you. I oh, just, all right. I was just, I was just worried. <laughs> no, it's no big deal. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Pete Davidson is here. We'll talk to him more in a minute. We'll take your calls, 1-800-223. You know what? Do you mind talking to people? Who, I, I have found you like to say that no one knows who you are. Yeah, I, I believe that. I, and at time, <laughs> and I could see how you live in circles where at times people don't know who you are, right? right. Um, however, people love you. Really? Oh yeah, like yesterday. Where are they? When I yesterday when I posted the, the when I posted your flyer yesterday, the WWE Raw Women's Champion, who's a, a talented, gorgeous woman, Alexa Bliss, texted me instantly and was like, "Oh my God, Pete Davidson, so jealous." You do have, you know that there are a lot of people who, for some reason. Just take to you. Uh, idiots. Yeah, weird people. Very weird, yeah. 1 800 223 9797. You happy to talk to some of those weird I people? I would love to talk to or some Or what about people. some Staten Islanders who hate you? Yeah, call up, call up, call up, Staten Island. Well, how would you describe Staten Island in one sentence just so to make it clear for them? Uh, I've said this before. It's New York's abortion that lived. Exactly. So if anyone from Staten Island wants to talk to Pete Davidson, also. 1 800 223 9797. DJ Caswell, let's go. Flashing lights is next. You were not on there. No, you're good. All right. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live is here. It's Ebro in the morning. Pete, how are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. You told me you were really excited to do this. You like radio. I love radio. I, uh, If I could, I would just do this. Um, From a performance standpoint, you, you just like the format of it? Yeah, I like doing like... Uh, 
like I, I do like Jim and Sam or like uh, Sirius XM. So it's, there's nothing better than just talking with people and having fun. And it's a, I think it's great. Do you feel a different sort of tightness doing like FM radio versus like s satellite? Yeah, I'm constantly trying not to curse. Right. Like I keep reminding myself not to curse. Because you, you shout out to Jim and Sam. Sam's one of my good friends. Shout out yeah. to Jim and Sam on Sirius. But you can just do whatever. It's you can say whatever you want yeah. and not worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we have a few people on the phone. Did I just lose the sheet here? Wonderful. Uh, a few people who wanted to talk to you, Pete, and I don't know how in the last eight here seconds I, I lost this, but here we go. I'll pick up. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to line five. Let's start with a nice positive question. This is not gonna go. No, well. this is yeah. This is no. Yeah. It's gonna go just fine. Trust me. I'm running the ship here. Everything's fine, Pete. We have Ryan from Peak Skill. Ryan, you there? Yeah. What's going on, man? Hey, Ryan. Say hi to Pete Davidson from SNL. Hey. What's going on, Pete? Hey, Ryan. How are you, man? Hey, buddy. You guys sound like old friends already. What do you want to ask, Pete? Um, basically, like, what got you into comedy? Like, what made you realize, like, oh, crap, like, I'm kind of funny. We can make this work. And I just want to tell you, Ryan, you have a wonderful-sounding cell phone connection. Yeah. I really appreciate <laughs> no, it. No, it's very clear. Right? You sound yeah. great. That's, just... a, that's an AT&T or Verizon <laughs> holder right <laughs> It really there. is. That's no Metro PCS connection. That's oh, God. Sprint Wi-Fi calling. That's oh, Sprint Wi-Fi. Wow. There you go, Wi-Fi. Right. So, Pete, what is the uh, answer? What, what, when did you realize you were good at the comedy thing? Uh, I just, I didn't have friends, really, in high school, and everybody was like, hanging out and going to parties and I just really liked comedy and I started doing open mics and then I just kept doing it so basically just because I had no friends the, the answer is have no friends Ryan that's the be key be a huge loser and, uh, and you too can be and like, you too could be successful <laughs> let's go to let's uh let's go to line one Chanel from BK Chanel um you agree with Pete's views on Staten Island absolutely 100 percent uh, how, how, why do you hate Staten Island so much, Chanel? Um, I actually, I had to leave after the election. I moved to Brooklyn and doubled my rent because I was like, I had to get out of there. That's what's up. You couldn't be near yeah. the, the Trumpness. What part did you live in? Uh, St. George. Oh. Hmm. Well, by the ferry. So it, was, it wasn't that bad, but it was, it was no, bad it's, enough. It's not bad. They're building like a big Ferris wheel over there now. Oh, you excited about the yeah. Ferris wheel? Yeah. They're, they're putting like this really nice like area in a really bad area of Staten Island. Like a nice like big Ferris wheel and this whole. They're going to cute, cute up the whole Yeah, they're going to make the trash look nice. Um, Chanel, you are not a Trump supporter, I'm guessing. And that's why you wanted to go to Brooklyn. I understand. Um, wouldn't we all? Uh, why are you? Sh oh, hold on. There's a question here from the internet. We have an internet question here. Oh, those are always great. Someone, <laughs> someone says, uh, please ask Pete Davidson for his Tyrese impression. Oh, Tyrese. Yeah. Would you like to give us your Tyrese? <laughs> uh, <laughs> am I breaking the law by being on Instagram and telling you what's going on? Or am I protected by the amendment? How much do you need? <laughs> what a loser. Is that how you feel about Tyrese? I just, after the Bieber roast, he, like, said something about how he would, like, beat me and, like, Jeff Ross up for making, like, Paul Walker jokes or whatever. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, and him, him and, like, Ludacris were getting all, like, hype. Like, so you, you had a feud, you're saying, with Ludacris and Tyrese. I, I mean, I've never personally, like, I, I feel like, I think me and Ludacris are fine, but I, I don't think... Uh, Tyrese likes me very much. Not going to Gibby Hanna. Uh, does it? Uh, you're not going to get an invite to Gibby well, Hanna. Well, here's how I, I have a feeling is because everybody I'm friends with and I know got invited to a party at Tyrese's house, and I didn't. So I, I have a strong feeling that he was not. He is not a fan. A fan of the Paul Walker joke. Yeah, I mean, like I get it, but also like you know, 
I don't know. I just I feel like Well, he, you might have you, let's be clear, let's be fair. Yeah. You might have you know, going through what you went through having a father who passed away in 9/11. Yeah, I have no um, emotion or like uh, soul anymore. <laughs> so like, you know, I make fun of my dead dad, so making fun of dead people to me is like funny. Right. I, that's I, how you call. I'm aware that it's not funny to most people. Right. But to me that's my favorite type of comedy. So I, but I get it. I get why I was upset, but just like the whole like I'll punch you in the face like you're like 40, bro. You and, know what I mean? And, like, well, and also, I mean, you can and then he did, he followed up and I like Tyrese. We have a nice r- r- relationship. Hey, he's a great actor. He's a solid actor, and I love Sweet Lady and him singing on the bus. Yeah, and he sings and stuff. But the, but the, the you can making fun of what he did on Instagram is completely fair oh, game. Yeah, he man. lost his mind. Someone should just take his phone, bro. Like he's ruining his life. You but, know, you're very good, by the way, Pete, at something that we've talked about on the show a lot, which is putting the phone down. Yeah. You're you're good at like not participating in social media for long no, periods of time. I don't have a Twitter. I, I'll go on Instagram maybe to promote something or just like you know check out news and stuff. But yeah, I just think the social media for anybody that's trying to do this stuff is just the worst thing you could have. Every time I tweeted, I felt like I just lost money. And and when you go and when you're when you like delete your Instagram, what do you do? Because like you you get rid of your whole profile, but then it comes back. I get rid of everything, and then like if I have something like a show or something that I need people to know about, I'll bring it back. But you know, for the summer, I deactivate it or like you know. So I, essentially, you don't love getting negative feedback, and oh, I don't mind that. I know like people are saying. All right, perfect, good. Things. So then let's yeah. go to line three. We have Mike from Staten Island. Here we go, Mike. You want to say something to Pete Davidson? All I want to say is you have the most annoying voice I've ever heard in my entire all life. All I'm trying to me, you sound <laughs> like it. this. You sound That's like it. this, That's and you're I saying I have an annoying voice. I don't mind you as a person. Your voice don't mind the person. You, your voice sucks, bro. What are you talking you're about? Terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> Boo. Is that all you got, Mike? Come on, Mike. That's you go, what you got? Go out before my By the voice? way, in case you were wondering, um, Mike was from Staten Island. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that went well. That went really well. one 800 Let's do some flashing lights real quick. Why not? Keep it short. 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 That's right. Pete Davidson is in the building. Staten Island's own. Love it or hate it. That's where he's from, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, you can reach out. 1-800-223-9797. Let's talk about a lot of crazy things that happen in the world. First of all, we start out with a big rest in peace to Combat Jack, the entertainment lawyer, podcaster, hip-hop historian, one of the most uh, important voices we've had in hip-hop over the last several years. Passed away yesterday. And I, I guess I can't say it was sudden because we knew that he had cancer but at the same time, when we found out that he had cancer uh, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. to then have it, it's just yesterday it was shocking. We were sitting here and we got the news. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, because it, it escalated quickly. All right, he was diagnosed like two months ago. Yeah, but the thing is, and, and I didn't realize this, I heard yesterday um, that he, when he was diagnosed, it was stage four. And I did not realize he was diagnosed with stage four. Mm. But he didn't know prior to that. No. Correct. No. So we, we found out we found out very late. And then... You know, but listen, if you've never checked out the Combat Jack show for some reason, if you've never listened to Mogul, his Chris Lighty podcast, mm-hmm. you oh, should go yeah. check that out. And, um, you know, it was tough. I, uh, him and I personally had a very weird, up and down, intense relationship uh, that had high highs and low lows. Mm-hmm. Um, we got into it very passionately. But I was telling Shawnee, I felt a weird. First of all, we, we made up about two years ago when Sean Price died. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we 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 mended everything then, and we're able to do a podcast together, and stayed in, and pretty regular, you know, semi regular contact afterwards, mm-hmm. and uh, and had a mutual respect. But it's weird when you've had lows with someone like I had with him, you sort of have a bond. Oh, for sure. Because, like, for example, there are certain people in this world I don't get along with publicly, some of which our listeners probably know about, that I may not get along with. And I don't communicate with those people. I don't know them. I'm not saying I'd be against it, but I don't really ever talk to them, you know? And usually because when I try to talk to them, because I am a kind of make-up kind of person. That I, I'm yeah, a, you've had a makeup a, a lot of times. You've seen, yeah. I've seen over the years. You've yes. seen my makeup game. Yeah, right. yeah, breakups to makeups. So I, I, I'm a big makeup guy, and and I, I, I believe in apologizing, and I go off the deep end. So I, I, with some people, a either they're not like that, or they're just not good people, and you can't really make up with them. With with Jack Reggie, we had a real serious sort of feud, but to the point that. Like, we fought on the phone privately. It wasn't just like a public spat. It was like a picking up the phone and... I remember once I was driving around the Upper West Side while we screamed at each other for 45 minutes on the phone. Mm -hmm. Just an incredible... And so when we eventually made up, you end up having this sort of odd bond because you had such an... uh, uh, I hate to... I'm not just trying to sound weird, but a really emotional fight. Right. So when you make up, you kind of end up having a... A strange There's a tightness. There's Whoa, a connection. What was the fight about? Uh, this the second time we had this fight. It, I had because I'm not going to go into the first time. The first time was a very long time ago. But the second one was like I had done an interview, and I admit this was like the one time I ever did an interview where I was drinking, which is not recommended. And I'm not a big drinker, so it's probably not the best move. But I was in England, and I was like feeling it. I was like, you know, I'm, they're interviewing me in England. I'm lit. So I, I just was like, I, you know, we created the podcast. I was just talking trash. And right. it ended up just turning into then a bigger, like, negative, stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And anyways, him and I, when we, when we made up, he was, I really appreciated him because he took the makeup seriously. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, once we made up, we made up. And I don't know, it just made me really respect him as a dude. And um, in addition to that, the body of work that he did in the hip-hop podcast game, and as someone who takes that space, I take it seriously, he did more with that space than I ever thought was possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, me and... Here's, here's a quote. You want your quotable on being Combat Jack? Me and Saif had the first ever hip-hop podcast, but Combat Jack had the best ever hip-hop podcast. You know what I'm saying? He took it to the next level. So rest in peace to Combat Jack. That's your flashing lights report. <laughs> Way to like wish someone like well and promote your own podcast. No, 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 no. That was hey, rest in peace. Also, I have a hip hop podcast. <laughs> Ours is over. Uh, it's gone. Yeah. You oh, can't it hear it. Yeah, it's oh, okay. <laughs> Shut up, Pete. <laughs> you know, little known fact: that song is one of the reasons it's taken me a long time to become a J Cole fan. Really? I hate that song. I, J Cole's yeah. like Eminem to me. Love his music, hate his singles. Mm. Like the first five, the, the TLC one he did. Yeah. Like I love, every, I love the point of them. I love what he's. I, love I only he, really like the first album. I love the last one. Yeah, yeah. The last one I thought was his. I thought was his best. I was also. Work. I think I was in high school. Yeah, you're a young man. Now you when were. A can't big, get enough. Came out. That was sick. You're a big uh, Cuddy guy. Oh yeah, number one. He's your, he's your favorite of all time. Yeah, he's sick. By the way, his last album was great, wasn't it? It was awesome. I didn't think it got its full due. How good no, it was. I, he never gets his full due. Uh, shout out to Kid Cuddy. Um, we have some phone calls here. Pete Davidson from SNL is here. Yeah. I mean, we were just joking because I said no one can ever say my name publicly. Like, you know, I, I, I go on a rant against Post Malone, and I think there could be one headline that just says, 
Peter Rosenberg says Post Malone, blah, blah, blah. What would you say about Post Malone? Well, Hot 97's Peter Rosenberg says. What did he only, say? Hot 97's Peter Rosenberg said, uh, I think the headline was, says Post Malone is out of passes. I said he was out of passes. So, so you mean uh, he? So it's over for him? No, no, no. Meaning saying? you? Meaning like you had? He has two strikes. Right. You don't get another one. What was his first two strikes? Well, there was a, um, there was a Snapchat N-word video. Oh, I which by the way, that. that's a huge. That that could be considered two strikes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a huge strike. That's a huge one. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? That's like a swing and a miss, and then you let the bat go, and it flies in the middle. It, of the and, it hits so, and, yeah. and it hits so and it hits a kid. And yeah. the, and and everyone's kind of like, eh, we like him. We like him. Yeah. And honestly, I can't even remember what I said. Um, oh, I said, I said, I did consider it a strike that when your first, like his foray into music, the first thing he ever did that we saw was that he had braids, gold teeth, and had a song called White Iverson, right? Yeah. And he got up, and everyone was like, okay, but I think he's talented. The song was so good that everybody was like, all right. Everyone was like, you, you could just... look that crazy. Right. And we'll accept and, it. And clearly, like, unabashed appropriation like we've never like i'm just coming out like yes i'm white iverson right. and then um and then recently he had said this thing which actually the, the last thing that he did that set me off might have been the most benign but it just annoyed me at the time so much which was that he said that like when he was looking for emotional music he doesn't go to hip-hop right right i think he was trying to have a commentary on new hip-hop but a lot of people, I just thought the combination of the things he's done was like, how many things are you going to do that I find really irritating? Right. Like without that, don't show respect for yeah, the I culture. Think he's going to be around for a while. That's the point. Yeah. And because I know that, he makes some hits. Dude, they, people love him. He has like, I think his album went like double platinum. Yeah, his albums he, don't go platinum anymore. You know, his post is very talented and very popular. And by the way, his response was very. Privately, we talked privately. His response was very cool, and I appreciated it. No, he's a really nice guy. Really nice he's guy. A really solid. The main guy. point is that I'm only labeled as Hot 97s, and you're only labeled as SNLs. Yeah, that's yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get a for you get, sure. Like the thing that you always dreamed of doing is much bigger than you, oh, and so you always. live under that sort yeah. of umbrella. Um, we have people who want to talk to you, Pete. I know you think no one likes you, but you're wrong. Okay. One eight hundred two two three nine seven nine seven. Let's go to Michelle on line one. Uh, hey, Michelle, you're talking to Pete Davidson. Hey, Pete. How are you? Hello. Um, I wanted to ask you what part of Staten Island you grew up in. I'm uh, actually from... Oh, I'm not from Staten Island. I'm from Brooklyn, but I live out here now. Oh, so. I grew up in Great Kills. Oh, okay. I That's like considered the South Shore, right? Yes. Yeah, so you had it rough, huh? No, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It wasn't that bad. Michelle, what do you think of Staten Island so far now living there? Uh, <laughs> I lived out here in my 20s, <laughs> and I, I left. <laughs> You left? I, I left. I left. I moved. <laughs> I moved. I couldn't take it. It was. It's. It's really bad here. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love how everyone we talk to from Staten Island is like, help. help. Someone no, just yeah. help me. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck on this well, island. I, I have a. I have a son. You know, so it's better for him out here. You know what I mean? And the, the rent's cheaper, but yeah. it's a whole other world, man. It's a whole other world. Having like, a kid. Gotta... In, having a kid in Staten Island is one of the scariest things I think. Ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> With all the heroin and stuff. My favorite thing about uh, talking to her was that when you said, hey, how do you like it? And her first thing is, <laughs> that's how you know it's bad. If that's the only thing you can muster. Yeah. Um, Ramon. Let's go to Ramon on line two. Hey, Ramon, what's going on? You're talking to Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson was good, bro, from the Boogie Down Bronx. Oh, I love this guy. The Boogie Down is in the building. The what's X. up? Nah, you already know. Listen, man, I love you. I love your stand-up. I don't smoke. My boys be smoking. All they do is listen to your stuff, and they be cracking up. I be laughing with them. 
It's all good, bro. I love your work, man. Oh, thanks. That means the world to me. I really appreciate it. Ramon, what is your... Nah, bro, you love that. You love that. I just want you to know that. Thank you, man. Ramon, what is your uh, ethnic background? Oh, I'm Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. I was born over here, but my parents are Dominican. Did you know that that it was not only white people who liked you, Pete? You have Dominicans out there who like you. Oh, this is... Because wow. I know on SNL sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm very. Yo, that's, that's, shout out to Wade Thirty Crescent from the Bronx see, by Fordham Road. Thank you, man. Out here, Pete. Thank, thank you, bro. See, you're 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 in legitimate circles. All out right, here. I feel really cool. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the SNL audience is the whitest audience oh, on planet. Oh yeah, it's old white people. Like re, I mean, and they're obsessed, yeah. and, and they're all like, "I remember the first show back oh. in 1976," <laughs> and I I tape every week still. I'm like, get my, a life. My dad, my dad recently, my dad only recently for some reason knew that you and I were friends, and he saw the interview and was so excited, Aww. face Facebooking about it. Aww. My my son's interview with Pete Davidson, you have to watch. But speaking of your point, my dad is a 70 year old white guy who's just thrilled. You know, I, I I mean, I'd like to think I have other cool um, celebrity acquaintances or friendships. You have my dad. way cooler <laughs> celebrity acquaintances, <laughs> and bro. Pete Davidson sent my dad into a space that you could not even fathom. <laughs> um, let's go to line three, Victoria. Victoria? Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Um, I just want to say first to Rosenberg that I think she's amazing. And the days when he's not on the show, I get so sad. Oh, um, thank you, Victoria. It's very sweet of you. I, I, I agree. And, I think the show is trash when I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, too. Uh, and for Pete, um, are your DMs open? Oh, no. They are closed permanently forever because <laughs> I am probably getting married soon. Yeah, Victoria. Oh bad news. Oh, he he's lucky guys. Yes, I'm a very lucky guy. He's very in love, uh, Victoria. In fact, he told me something very interesting. I was showing him a picture. We a woman was talked about in the room, and we showed him a picture. And what your response was? Only girl I find hot is my girlfriend. And that's the oh God, that's the God's God. honest truth. I don't think anybody's attractive except for my girlfriend. And Johnny is amazing. Now Victoria wow. wants to smash even more. <laughs> that's how it works, I right? I know. That just made it worse. Exactly, Victoria. Now you have to hold that L because he loves his girl that much. Now, Pete, this is amazing. How many, pe- how many people are out there? Everyone loves their girlfriend or wife, hopefully. But that you really, like, don't, you truly don't have eyes for any other woman is pretty, that's pretty rare. No, not at all. It was just the, the second I met her, I was like, oh, that's it. That's a wrap. And how long you guys been together now? About like two years. And um, do you have any direct marriage plans? Any of that on the horizon? Uh, nothing like set, but like we, I think we both just kind of know that it's the thing. Yeah, that, I, I know, I know. I, sure. By the way, I, I, I got to tell you, you're a, a pretty um, spontaneous guy. So I want to say I commend you oh, for you. having these feelings and not having like ran out and proposed yet. Oh, thank because you. Because I, I think that's very mature of you. Thank you very much. Couldn't you have seen yourself just running out and proposing? Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it a hundred times. See? Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. I think, you know, especially in the eyes of her family, you know, yeah. your your future father-in-law, Larry David, right. you want to you wanna make sure. No, I want to make sure everything's chill. How is the rapport with Larry? Um, he's the best, man. We have a really good relationship. You guys, you guys talk on your on like on your own. Yeah, we're we're very uh, we're very close. What kind of like is he a good texter? Is Larry a solid texter? Yeah, he he knows how to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's his reply time? Like how long are those bubbles hanging up there? Oh no, it's very quick. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he knows his stuff. That's very very cool. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Pete David is Pete Davidson is here. If you want to talk to him, uh, 1-800-223-9797. I love these holiday shows. At the end of the year, we get to have awesome people come up and hang out. And also, we have the gurus next. Now, Pete, you are in love, so this is a perfect segment. Okay. The relationship gurus 
we we talk about people's relationships. Do you uh, feel that you're suited to give relationship advice? Uh, I mean, I, I can always give advice, but it doesn't mean, like, I know anything. <laughs> All right, that's honest. If, yeah, I, I'm probably wrong, but I'll tell you what I think. Are you guys, do any of you guys have any nervousness about Patty Duke coming to the radio station yeah. and seeing Pete Davidson? I was worried about that. Who's that? Patty Duke is a guy who's been working here for a very long time, and... I don't think he, while he may not identify with Staten Island from a socio-political standpoint, he is very proud Staten Islandite. Oh, I I like I'm not ashamed that I'm from there. I you just, actually seem I just, oddly proud. Of I it. just want to I want it to be a better place. I I don't like how crappy it is and how terrible most of the people are. <laughs> That's how we feel about America. Yeah. yeah I, by the way, <laughs> that is the way we feel about America. Yeah, like my, I have yeah. a lot. Of, you know, my family's there. Like you know, I want everybody to be good over there. You know. You know what? It's a great point, Shawnee. It's not yeah. any different than any of us feel. Yeah. No, we love it here. We just don't want it to be crappy. Here. And yeah. Exactly. And we don't want to be represented by the worst people here. I'm simply the loudest. Just trying to make them realize that it's. Would you go as far as saying you want to make Staten Island great again? Yeah. That's <laughs> a very good point. Absolutely. Pete Davidson is here. It's Ebro in the morning. Hot 97. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Right here on Hot 97. You to know that you are real. This was before my time. <laughs> it, it was this before your time? I. Mm, no. What is this? Pete? Oh, this four? is 12 years ago. You were what, 50. No, you're only 25 I now. I was 12. You were 12 when Beautiful came out. Yeah, you're a very young man. <laughs> Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live is here. 2002. Oh, I was nine. Nine years old. Yeah. Oh, you missed out. Yeah. It's Ebro in the morning on Hot 97. This was like a. The funny thing is when I, in my brain, you, when you get to a certain age, while this is a throwback in our brain, this is not remotely old school. This is late nah. Snoop. This is yeah. a late, well after his prime yeah. hit out of nowhere. First he just Snoop, came out with this. first Snoop song I heard was <laughs> "Drop It Like It's Hot." Okay, oh, you know what? Wow. That's the first Snoop you ever That's heard. That's the first Snoop song I ever heard. Wow. Ever. Now, that was yesterday. You, yeah, that was yesterday that came out. And have you gone back and do you know his old stuff now? Oh, yeah. Now I, I'm aware that everything before that was incredible. Right. So you know the whole Doggy yeah. Style album yeah. now. Yeah, and amazing. Um, also, hey, um, do you mind, uh, Cast One? Maybe after we do Gurus, we could play some Kid Cuddy for Pete Davidson. He's oh, a that'd huge, be very nice. Huge Cuddy fan. I ran into Cuddy at Soho House. This is the most, wow, this is, I just realized as I'm saying it, this is the most douchey sentence yes, I've ever uttered. Enough. Sorry, yeah. I want to apologize in advance. But I ran into him and, um, he, he's, it was like a very, he, he's such a regular dude. Yeah, he's when also he's not, the coolest looking guy in the history of guys. It's it's true. He does just look like a very cool looking yeah, regular like, dude. That guy's dope. And it's funny because Cuddy, when he first came out, I think part of his, I don't really, you know, I've never really talked to him in details about sort some of the things he went through. But it seems like he ended up running in sort of douchey downtown, like drug filled circles for a while. Right. And now when you see him, he just appears to be a very low key cool dude. Yeah. And if, if you have not heard. The last Cuddy album, I really suggest you go sit with it. You will truly enjoy it. But now there's something everyone enjoys every day. I know for a fact because the ratings are in, and this is rated number one in the world. It's called The Relationship Guru. Hey, yo, it's time for The Guru, Shiny Culture, and Rosenberg. And Laura, be ready. Bow down and kneel to greatness, Smith. DJ Khaled? That's right. DJ Khaled is hilarious. He Did you see that Khaled yesterday got uh, injured? Thank you. He got stuck on his... Um, I, was, I thought he was, was going to try and stand up. Thank you. 
He no. How dare you? I'm sorry. He's a he's, uh, he's a large gentleman. Yeah. He's, and he's top heavy. I'm also a stand-up comic. You're allowed to say. But no, he's, he's talk. hilarious and his positivity is amazing. A major talk. I could play this. There are times when I could play this literally. Success. You a genius. <laughs> My favorite. Jigger. Good morning. Everything he says. Remember, like my morning. This is him attempting to say the word. This is when he was trying to tell us that something we said, and he was trying to agree and say it was accurate. Right. Accurate. Oh, I love him. Oh wow. Another one. So what if a you, legend. If you're ever, if you're ever feeling bad at all, just always think about DJ Khaled. Uh, so Rosenberg the Guru at gmail.com. It's pretty easy. You send us a note. And you tell us what's going on in your relationship, and we congratulations. You played. We yourself. will not. We will not let you play yourself. We'll, Facts. You know, just I remember. We'll, we'll always remember to take care of you. Hi, Guru. I was married for a few years, but have been separated from my husband for about a year, and I'm currently in the middle of a divorce. For the past few months, I've been dating a guy long distance who's also married but separated from his wife. I really like this guy. We talk every day and always have a good time when we visit each other. The tricky part is he still cohabitates with his wife and kid. It's always weird when people use random big words. Cohabitate. He lives with them. Why, mm-hmm. why do people say? It makes her feel better. Like there's more separation yeah, than the real Shawnee, see, that's what makes he, do you understand? That's what makes him a guru. Like that. science like that. Cause I, I, it's her own mental psychology. If she says cohabitates, it's not the same as like they live together. Right. Because that sounds too real. Right. She wants to be like they're under the same roof, hopefully different beds or rooms. Ah, you know what I'm saying? That's, what she's, that's okay. To make herself feel better. Oh, next sentence. Sorry, Shani. They sleep in separate bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And according to him, they don't interact outside of stuff relating to their kid. My question is, how long am I supposed to wait for him to sever ties with his wife? Or should I just run for the hills, given how complicated this situation is? Sincerely, Stressed Out Sally. She actually said that. Stressed Out Sally. Oh, You deserve better, Sally. Do, um, what do you think, um, Shawnee? Yeah, um, it's hard to say. Run for the She didn't give enough information, I, I feel. Uh, if he's being honest and she feels like there's a genuine love connection there, maybe it might be worth the patience. But... Uh, it's like, how long have they been dating? One year? Or oh, she's been separated They've for been, one she's year. She's been separated. She was married for a few years, been separated for about a year. Right. And he's supposedly separated but living with the wife. I think you give a situation like that, but the, but there's a kid involved. Mm-hmm. That separation could take a long time. Yeah, right. It's very layered and it takes some time. It's, it's, it's complicated. So I wouldn't pull all my put all my eggs in his basket. Right, you keep this. You keep this sort of cash if right. you can. You right. can't. I don't think you can invest fully in this because right. you have no idea how long it could take. Right. Now, Unfortunately, this is. See, this is sad. See, Pete, don't you feel bad when you hear stories like this? Like you're just a young man. You met a woman. You only have eyes for her. There's no children involved. There's no other people. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, this is annoying. Like this, uh, this. That sounds like it sucks. Right. Like like your relationship is one part of your life in which there's no drama attached to it. Yeah, it's actually just like awesome. Right, but I would also say, look, don't overthink it. If it does feel like something that's real, you know, take your time with it because she needs time too. She needs time too. She's still kind of fresh out of something, you know. Take your time and feel it out a little. Yeah, I would say the ultimate advice here is is take your time for yourself and for him. Don't put too much pressure on it, and try to keep it as casual as you can because you investing in this, like this is going to be the real thing. Let Mm -hmm. me just wait a certain amount of time. That sounds like torture, and it's never going to work out well. So say the gurus. Ebro in the morning with Laura Stiles and Rosenberg. Strength, no weakness, no weakness. Hot 97. Ladies and gentlemen, 
It's Ebro in the morning. I get money when I want. Hot 97. Rosenberg Radio, by the way. I'd like to take a moment, if I will, and I will, and I shall. If anyone here is not subscribed to my wonderful podcast, I had to do a, I had to do a podcast, Pete. I don't do enough shows. Right. Right? So I was like, I need, a, I need a voice. But the truth is, even though I have a million shows, none of them are my shows. Right. So I started one podcast called Rosenberg Radio. It's just me. Yeah. Which I know a lot of you are listening to me like, oh my God, I don't want to hear that. I, I would listen. Thank you, Pete. Yeah. So... Uh, if you want to go on iTunes, your podcast app, search for Rosenberg Radio and subscribe. Like yesterday, I did Woo Wednesday, and I just played Mad Wu-Tang and talked about Wu-Tang. Just nerd out in my world. That's amazing. Right? I mean, and, and this is if you're interested in subscribing, I hope you do it. Pete Davidson is here. We're hanging out. And you were just telling me a story. Oh, what are we? Oh, we, speaking of which, I also like to have wrestlers on the show, and we have WWE tickets right now. Caller 97, 800-223-9797. Can they pick? You get to pick. Either MSG or Nassau Coliseum for the WWE Holiday Tour. Pete, you were just telling me a story about you have a tradition of of getting high with one of your friends and weeping together. Yeah, uh, we have this thing where we, uh, me and my friend, have a rough time around the holidays because he he lost his mom and I lost my dad. So we hate the holidays. So we do shrooms to like kind of like cleanse ourselves. Sure. And we were like crying really hard and we were like peeking and it was amazing. How 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 long do you cry for? Like at least two hours. Like, wow. yeah, it's like it's like getting all the bad crap out. You, you know, know, a lot. Of, uh, we have a lot of. We actually have audio of this. All right, sorry. Keep yeah, going. Exactly. <laughs> from that clip from 07. Uh, never fails. Somewhere deep down in my heart, you still I love still me. Love yeah. You. Um. <laughs> okay, so you guys are in the middle of your crying. We're sesh. fully peaking. It's awesome. And then. Our friend comes over who is not on shrooms or anything, and he sees us crying, and then he starts crying and making it about himself. And this is a guy who has two parents, and and, and this is what he was crying about. He goes, guys, he goes, I know how you feel. He goes, you know, my sister, she doesn't follow me on Instagram, and I, she just doesn't support me and doesn't like me. I don't get it. And we were just like, what? Like... You're not even on drugs. You're just crying. And he's like, I just love that we're such good friends. I was like, get out of my house. I kicked him out. I was like, get out of my house. We're not talking for a while. It was insane. You're not a part of this cry session. It was insane. And he was like weeping, like weeping about his sister not following him on Instagram. Oh, God, that's amazing. That reminds me of a Chappelle bit that Chappelle used to do like 20 years ago about when Jews and black people get together and start talking about hardships, and then Irish people show up and are like, and what about the potato famine? And he's like, shut up, we're talking about real problems here. All right, let's get into these flashing lights here, Johnny Culture. Yes. Uh, and I will say it one more time. Rest in peace to Combat Jack, great podcaster, hip-hop lawyer, entertainment lawyer, yes. family man. Um, who dies yesterday? Now, one so one article says forty eight. Another one says TMZ says fifty three. Mm-hmm. Either way, it was too young. Um, his legacy, though, the Combat Jack podcast, so many episodes of that, um, and as well as Mogul, his Chris Lighty podcast. Mm-hmm. So we, we want to send love to his family. I know yesterday was a crazy day, but I will tell you, as small a thing as it is. I, okay, so I think social media is so stupid, and I don't think anyone should base anything in social media. That being said, I would like to think, you know, like you would like to think that when you go, 
you would see the visual impact that you had. And yesterday, within within like ten minutes of oh, the that news, that dude was all over the internet. Dude, like, number I, one trending topic in the world. I found yeah. out who Combat Jack was yesterday. You couldn't avoid him. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I knew about him before. You should dig into his podcast. But like, yeah. I, I actually thought, because in knowing him, I think one of the things that him and I would get at each other about was who like was popping. Mm-hmm. So he did care. Like, let's, mm-hmm. like, let's, like sure. Even though his number one thing was the culture, he definitely wanted to be known and appreciated for it. So when he, when he passed away, through all that tragedy and sadness, to see that it became the biggest story in the world, I think is cool. And it, it was a... It was a nice little moment in what was a tragic, terrible day. So sending love Definitely. to Combat Jack, the Osei family. Love. Hot 97 sends our love to you. Yes, man. Um, there is a rumor out there, guys. What's that? That Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. is already in conversations to come back to fight, not in a boxing ring, but in the UFC octagon. What? That is the word. Supposedly, Dana White is the one saying this. Now, let's remember. Yeah, the trustworthy. Well, Dana okay, White. you're right. I wouldn't necessarily refer to him as the trustworthy. You're right. However, he was always the one sort of giving the information on Floyd Connor that turned out to be true. Right. You know, like no one's closer to it. I would love to see it. It would be. The, it's the only thing left for Floyd to do. Right. Right. I mean, it's just like another spectacle. That's what, and they could make how and how much money? Because that's really the question. Whatever how much they, money whatever they made be. on that boxing match will be doubled. I think more for this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. To see the greatest, arguably, certainly top five boxers mm-hmm. of all time get into a friggin', let's be honest, it's a cage. It's a cage. To see, you know, boxing, there's there's something about po- a boxing that's the sweet science. There's something really beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. To see him take off the big gloves and get into a cage and fight, a man who's worth hun- yeah. almost a billion dollars. Fighting on yeah. other previous fighters' blood that's stained in the octagon. <laughs> I ever tell yeah. him, I'm like, can they clean that? I know. It's like, it's can they these- get the blood off the floor before uh, the next match? Dude, now, so you would be interested in this. Absolutely. And I think, and also, remember, guys, Floyd is very smart. Mm -hmm. He knows that the main money people spend is in the hopes that he might lose. Mm -hmm. If he fights Conor McGregor, it's not only hopes that he might lose. It will be expected that he will lose. And he knows, as much as he has pride, he got his 50-0 in boxing. Mm -hmm. If he loses in UFC... Who cares? Has nothing to do with his boxing record. And he knows people are spending right. money well, to he, watch he'll him He'll be lose. in the same position Connor was. Yes. It's like, it doesn't matter if Connor wins or loses. It, you know, it doesn't matter. That's that's what makes it genius. Yeah. Why not? Why not do one more? If you could have wow. one more night of work and potentially net, I don't know, $150 million, Pull off the biggest oh, hustle. He'll make half a billion off that. I think he made like three fifty off that last fight. It's a lot of money. That could, re- I think that's an actual possibility. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. I'm, I'm doing oh. Dockers commercials out here. Do you? Are, did you literally do a Dockers commercial? Yeah. You did? Yeah. When did you do a Dockers commercial? Were you Brett Favre? Well, do you have anything else on the sheet uh, that we could talk about? You know what I'm talking about? Not. Okay, this Hillary Clinton tattoo. Yeah, and not my uh, stretchy khakis. <laughs> <laughs> you did a stretchy khaki commercial. I did. Dude, you're such a man. Thank you. That is like a real like I'm a man's man. That's how they know who your SNL audience is. Yeah, all like we know people. who watches SNL. Get him a khaki commercial yeah. right away. Cotton Dockers. Um, by the way, I'm getting tweets right and left from people saying that we want you to know that black people love you. Ah, oh, do people think that you're like biracial? 
Yes, I would say 75% of people think I am. And in fact, your ethnic background is just I'm just a, a white Irish Jew. You're half Irish, half Jew? Yeah. Your dad was Irish? My dad, my mom was Irish. My dad was Jewish. Your dad was Jewish? Yeah. I just found out like this year. My mom just never told me. Are you, you're you a new Jew? Yeah. I mean, I was raised Catholic and then like I just like did that blood test, that a ancestry stuff. Yeah. And I was like, where's this 48% Jew coming from? And my mom's like, oh yeah, your dad's side. <laughs> what? And you're like, no, you never mentioned this. I was like, this? you never mentioned this ever. Be How was this received in the David household? Oh, it was oh, it was a celebration. Okay, yeah. Hold on. So for yeah. people who don't know, Pete's girlfriend, Cassie, Cassie David, her dad's Larry David. So this is a Jewish family. Very Jewish family. And they're yes. and and not religious, but proud. Yeah. So he had to be pumped. He already loves you. Oh, I always wanted to be Jewish, and now I'm ecstatic. Forty-eight percent? Yeah. Uh, are you already circumcised? Uh, yeah. Nah, I was going to say, oh, we can have the... Right. You're going too far, man. You're going too far. See? What? White, guys, don't... white guys don't even blink about asking about circumcision. Yeah, yeah. How, how's your wiener? Oh, my, hey, wiener, my wiener's hey, great. Hey, yeah. Fully circumcised. We don't want to know this. You don't, We're not. Nope. You don't want to know no, whether no, I'm circumcised? No, no, no. no. Well, I, I, I have pictures. No. No. You want to send me yours? Yeah, uh, We'll trade pictures. Right. We'll yeah. trade pictures. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Lala. We got Lala Anthony here? Yeah. All right, Lala's on the phone. Lala! Thank you. Lala! Hello. Good morning. Morning, Lala. Good morning. It's just Rosenberg and Pete Davidson from SNL. No Ebro or Laura today. That's all right. Hey, Rosenberg. What's going on, babe? How are you? I'm good. Just up early. Cayenne has a school concert this morning, so getting ready for that. Well, I want, we wanted you to come in. I wanted you to come co-host, but apparently you're busy. But whatever. We were hoping you'd come in tomorrow, maybe spend some quality time with me. But whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> oh, let me talk to you. Who the hell is this trying to get a mattress? Oh, oh, that's what it is. Who the hell is this trying to hit me at 546 to get a mattress? Yeah, nice. I'm going to get my gat just in case someone try to steal my mattress. Just. That's how we do it. I like that. I like that. Facts. It's bars, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna I keep didn't say. Oh. <laughs> you want to go to... um. They want to, you want to go to Sleepy's? I didn't say them. They used to have that mattress store from way back when, when it was reminder fingers. But now mattress ferns blowing up. So you should get there or you'll be throwing up. I guarantee your sleep is slowing up. You want your children to be growing up. And understand the value of comfort. So, I see that's the problem. I already knew you were stuck on comfort. I knew I was stuck on comfort. What rhymes with comfort, man? Dumb fur. Wait, comfort? Comfort, and then if you come fur. Right, come fur you. Yeah, come fur. You know what you should do, guys? Get better sleep on a good mattress so you, too, can drop bars like this. Maybe even better. Mattress Firm, they have the winter slumber sale going on right now, okay? So get over to Mattress Firm immediately and get yourself a brand new mattress. They have a free box spring for you when you pick out your perfect mattress, plus the 120-night low-price guarantee, plus the 120-night sleep trial. So get over to Mattress Firm right now. Now it All right, we're going to do something right now we've never done. Extended guru talk, okay? Mm -hmm. Right now is your opportunity. If you have a relationship question for the gurus, myself and Shawnee Culture, 1-800-223-9797. Rapid fire guru talk. 
You call us with your holiday relationship question. Mm -hmm. We've been together six months. Should I bring him to Christmas? Right. His mother-in-law voted for Trump, and I don't know if I should say anything. Right. We just recently broke up, but he wants to go to his family's house. I don't know how I feel about it. Should Whatever I your relationship holiday-related question is, we're going to rapid fire get through as many people as we can right now. 1-800-223-9797. The gurus got you. All right? Hit me on that Twitter, at Rosenberg Radio. If you have a situation you can fit into 280 characters, I'll try to get in there. We'll yeah. talk to as many people as we can yeah. right now because we are here to help you. Trying to save lives before 2018. That's the thing. We want to get you on the right footing because yes. the holidays are important. Yes. Holidays can be very hard for people. Mm -hmm. We want to make it as, as blessed and happy a time as possible. Yes. That's what the gurus do, all right? And, um, Castro, after this joint, should we play the new Bardier? You know we should, man. All right, man. <laughs> we're, gonna play that, on, we're gonna play that Cardi B meh in a minute. It's Ebro in the morning. No, no, it's Gurus in the morning. Hot ninety seven. Peace. You see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. Oh no. New Cardi, Cardi B, Barty and Cardi featuring Twenty One Savage. Ebro in the morning. No, Gurus in the morning. Rosenberg, Cast One, Shawnee Culture. They got that extended guru popping right now. 800-223-9797. If you want to talk to the gurus and need some advice, some life wisdom, they got you. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. It's Ebro in the morning on this Friday before Christmas. Uh, myself, Rosenberg, Shawnee Culture, DJ John, DJ Cast Uno. We all in the building. We're doing some special guru talk right now. By the way, I do want to remind you, if you're looking for some entertainment over the holidays, you know you could subscribe to the uh, Ebro in the morning podcast on the podcast app. Matter of fact, what you should do is you should go on the podcast app, subscribe to Ebro in the morning and my podcast, Rosenberg Radio. If you want to get the, you get Ebro in the Morning full episodes. On my podcast, you get me playing classic hip-hop, uh, old interviews, all kinds of stuff. So subscribe to both and hang out with us over the entire holidays. Right now, though, what we're doing is talking to people because, you know, the gurus are needed to do some overtime today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because people have extra relationship issues, Shawnee, leading yes. into the holidays. Yes, there's a lot of confusion because families are involved. Exactly. And high emotions are there, too. So, so 1-800-223-9797. We're going to rapid fire go through a bunch of people and talk to you through your relationship questions leading into this holiday season. Hi, 97, a special emergency guru session. What is your situation? Well, um, the situation is that I'm with, I've am with. i been with my boyfriend for two years, okay. and I have an 11-year-old brother who is crazy. And yesterday, my boyfriend and I were having a conversation in the dining room, and he, we were joking around, and my boyfriend goes, I forgot what had happened, but he goes, your mama. And my little brother starts attacking him. Physically. But it was a joke. Mm. He physically. Oh, no. Physically but attacked him. 
yeah, like punching him, pushing him, like trying to fight him. And he's like 11 years old. My boyfriend is 26 years old. And then he calls my mom and says all these things. And all right, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's. Wow. Start. So, what is your all question? Right. So, yeah, you want? What do you want to know? We don't know if we should go to Christmas tomorrow at my house or we should go to the Bronx with his family. Uh, were you Were you planning on going to your house? Yeah, because our family is doing Secret Santa. We bought the presents. Okay, like, well then you're going to your yeah. Christmas. You're not changing the plans. Yeah, you're gonna not. be. You're yeah, gonna be. Crush. You're gonna be an adult. You're gonna call yes. your mother. Explain what happened. Is your boyfriend a good guy? Yeah, but the thing is that my little brother gets away with this often. Well, he's the, done this with my my little sister also, and gotten right. away with it. He's being protected. He's you being gotta per- see the other side of it. You right. He's being saying? protected, but you're gonna tell her. Listen, we're coming over, but he's wilding out, and we need to keep him under control. I got my boyfriend. I love him. Whatever it is, we're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. He needs to chill. But he, but, okay. he, but your boyfriend sounds like he butts in a lot, so maybe he should also shut up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right? You, he's <laughs> he's so, butting in too much. Like, you know, don't be a jerk. You're the older guy. Just kind of, like, be easy. Yeah, it's, it's a chill. little brother. You know what it was to be a young brother. The kid, he's being protective of his mom. His sister and everybody else in the family. Uh, Hot 97, what's your question for the gurus? You hesitate, you don't get asked the question. Hot 97, what's your question for the gurus? Yeah, listen, good morning, guys. How you doing, man? Listen to the show every morning on my way home from work, man. Thank you, Love you guys. Thank you, bro. Uh, All right, man, but uh, here's my dilemma, man. I've been with this girl for about two and a half years, going on three years. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, she just kicked me out four weeks ago and for the last four weeks i've been staying at my mom's house just trying to like you know call her text her to see what's going on to like make sure like if we're still like together or whatnot you know what i'm saying because i know my situation uh i'll be grinding so she she was mad because i haven't i haven't been spending enough time with her because i've been out you know doing my thing so i, I gotta get this bread because I'm, I'm, i gotta I'm trying to fix my credit and, and do a couple things. Okay, so I'm what's, trying the, to... what's the question, though? You haven't been together for a month, and what's the question? The question is, like, what what do I do? Because right now she's giving me a silent treatment, and it's been four weeks, and she's not even answering none of my calls, text messages, or nothing. Did you it's get caught least... doing something? No. Nah. Just, just that because... I, haven't spent, I wasn't spending enough time with her. She might have tried to move on, but if you, I mean, you love her, do a little groveling and begging, man. This I got to tell you, if, if you're telling me the only thing was is that you guys were good and you she just felt neglected, and so she's like, nah, and gives you the silent treatment, I feel like if you really love her and want to be with her, Christmas is the time to make a big gesture and go yeah. for it. And if not, then maybe she really moved on. Yes, DJ John, what do you want? You're not a guru. I know, but <laughs> it's been like a month, right? So are you working a lot? What do you do for work? He just said that he's been working yeah, a this lot. Is high what time. Is he, what is he doing? I work nights. I work so nights you say he from 10 to 7 in the morning, and she works during the day. So, so I schedule, they have to kind of schedule. conflict a little bit. So schedule. Listen, I mean, but I got to tell you one thing you want to think about, though. Here's the guru question for you. Is she the kind of person you want to be with when because you guys had schedule conflicts, she straight up went, curved you for a month, ghosted right. you for a month? Right. At this time of the year. This that's, is like, this is peculiar. So I want you to marinate on that too, my man. Um, that's tough. But uh, Hot 97, hello. What's your question for the guru? Yeah, so I've been dating this girl for about a month. Things got real hot and heavy in the beginning. Got to a little argument with her and her cousin. And now, you know, you get to see the ugly side. You know, of who? So you know how that works. The ugly the side ugly of who? Side of her? Well, here it is. When she's yelling at us, right, she's not looking at me to yell at me and be like, hey, you know, I'm having a problem with this. She's yelling at her cousin and telling him, be like, hey, 
tell him <laughs> I'm not the one. And I'm like, oh, well, no. We dating. Why are you telling him to tell me? I'm in the same room. So I'm you. Like, All right. Um, she's not the one. Is she number two? And, well, that didn't, <laughs> that didn't work out so well. So you're so saying, yeah, so basically, when this, when this fight happened. And be like, just feel it out. And be like, you know what I'm saying? That was just a frivolous argument, nothing crazy. Or, uh, I don't even know, fellas. <laughs> This, yeah. is, this is a crazy one. I gotta tell you, she might be a crazy woman. Yeah, listen to your gut. If something is saying, this doesn't sound like a case of be patient. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Because if you get into a fight with someone within a month that gets that serious, she's like, nah, I ain't the one. I ain't the one. Let him know. He Let don't it. know me. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to know. Yeah, her. maybe you don't want to know. Maybe, but you know what? You can have her. That's your cousin. I'm yeah. going to be good on that. Uh, yeah. All right, well, guys. I now, it's going to 2018. Favor, favor. Favor. Hey. What's the favor? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm anonymous, bro. She be listening. Careful now. She will call you and cut us off. <laughs> then we you should scared? definitely leave her Yeah, exactly <laughs> If that's who she is Alright, last one Hot 97 Rapid Fire Guru Talk What's your question? So I've been with my husband for almost 12 years mm. And this year We made a decision that we were not going to buy each other presents mm. We were going to focus on our kids And I asked him last night if he bought me anything And he said he Well, he didn't answer He said, you'll see He's not saying anything but I'm going to be pissed off on Christmas if he has me something and I didn't get him anything. So I don't know what to do. Huh. So you don't know whether or not he got you. Qu Listen, get him a, maybe maybe if you want to get him something, get him something not expensive but thoughtful. And you you guys right. promised that you, you said we promise we are not getting anything this year. Like this was your final word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Something like what, house shoes or something? Like I don't <laughs> House shoes, fantastic. And then I mean, the thing is, are you gonna what if the gift is a little expensive on his side? Then I'm going to feel like, you know, crap that I, but I don't know. This after you go through all this, are you going to feel a way if you go out and get something and he really got nothing? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, stick to the stick to the deal. Stick to the deal. All right, Charlie's saying stick with the deal. I'll go with uh, yeah, my guru brother, Shawnee Culture. Thank yeah. you so much. You're overthinking. Right. Stick to the deal. Thank so say the almighty gurus. Ebro in the morning with Laura Stiles and Rosenberg. Strength, no weakness. No weakness. Hot 97. Yo, it's time for the Guru, Shiny Culture, and Rosenberg. And Laura, be ready. Bow down and kneel to greatness, Smith. Hi, 97. Hello. Hello. Talk to is us. This the guru talk? Yeah, talk yes, to yes. us. We got you. What do you what, what's the question? My question is, I've been with my husband. We've been married for a year, but we've been together for 13 years. And um, he's not very family-oriented just because he had a really uh, um, rough upbringing. So he gives me a hard time because my parents are divorced and, you know, I try to go and make everyone happy. So should I push it if he doesn't want to go to all of my family events? I'm including his family also, but, you know, he wants to stay home and have a Christmas, just us. But, you know, we don't have children yet, so. It's hard to do that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, that is challenging. Um, 
I think a compromise here would be great. You know, especially do you do you enjoy doing this stuff with your family? Yes, I do. And is he usually awkward over there, like just kind of sitting alone and nobody's talking to him, or he's not talking to anybody? Um, actually, he's when he gets there, like my grandfather and him are best friends. You know, like they, she loves him. So it sounds like, in he other words, in other words, what you're saying is he's acting like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because <laughs> so it sounds like to me, maybe if you know he really dreads it, I think it would be nice to give him an option of like, hey, maybe you don't have to come to everything, or. Listen, I can stall for you for an hour and if you want to come a little bit later because you say, you know, I can. But I think compromise here is important. If it means something to you, it's the holidays. Y'all don't have kids. Him just being like, I'm not family oriented. To me, that's not a good reason to not come. Right. And does, does he usually come to every event? Is there a lot of events? I have a big family. So with my family, there's something every single month. Yeah, is it nonstop? It can, get a, it can be a lot. Yes. You know what? Um, we do go and hang out and take my grandfather out a lot and, like, do stuff for my family because I, I help my grandmother and my grandfather a lot, as so does he. But, um, you know, for the first, like, five years, he didn't come a lot because he was, like, socially awkward and stuff like that. So he has in the last, like, I would say four or five years, he does come to pretty much everything. And he'll give me a problem before, but then on the day, like, I guess he'll feel bad and then he'll wind up coming. So I just wanted to make so sure that I wasn't. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's as simple as I was going to say. Compromise. Which part? Is, what's the compromise, Johnny? It sounds like you're about to say. Well, no, I was going to say, to me, it's as simple as maybe you pull him aside and you let him know ahead of time of all this that you appreciate him mm -hmm. and you appreciate him being there because you know it's not his thing, mm -hmm. but that it means a lot for for him to be there. Mm -hmm. And if it is a lot of things, and this is his holiday, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he does want to get to rest on his holiday, you give him an option of like, hey, there's this, this, and this. Right. Don't worry about coming to this. You not know, exact, that's but, what I was going but come to this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Pick your so, battles. Okay, yeah, Christmas is a hard one to skip out on. Yeah, he shouldn't skip out on so Christmas. Make a deal with him that look, I just really want you to come to this one, but you can skip the next two or three. Yeah, I'll give you a break. Oh. I know it's a lot. How about that? Oh, that sounds great. Thank you guys. I love you yeah. guys. I Damn it, we're good at this guys. job, Shawnee. <laughs> Have a great holiday. I'm so proud of us. All right, Hot 97. Uh, what's your question for the gurus? My name is Jessica. Jessica, you have a you have a, a few seconds with the gurus. What is your question? I have been going back and forth with my ex for about a year now, and I kind of told myself that I would either make or break by the end of the month, and I don't know if he's taking me seriously. Mm. That sounds like you're probably feeding into some other things. You're trying to be friends when really you probably have to do cold turkey, right? No, well, we were in a full-blown relationship for a couple of years. And so what's the problem? He, he's he, half in, half out? I think she's I half feel in, like, yes, I feel like he's not all the way in. Are you all in. the way in? You That's sound sensitive. Yes. No, no, I'm all the way in. I just don't want to push it or force it because I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. Well, listen, a lot of times a lot of times women say that, but you have to act on that. Like, if he's showing you that he's... Like, a, a man should... After a couple of years, a man should... Or a woman should show you what they want in the relationship. That doesn't mean there's not difficulties. That doesn't mean that they their eyes are closed to seeing other people out there and that they get tempted or whatever. But they should be showing you clearly with their actions what they want in the relationship. 100%. So if it's not clear, that's clear. Right. And I have a friend in a similar situation where it's it's broken off, but they don't want the person to be mad at them because they actually love them. So there's this weird in-between phase. I've had the in-between be, phase. It's terrible. Trying to be nice. And so yeah, she said, I feel like that's what we're at. 
that that's exactly what I was saying. You're trying to be friends still when it really should be cold turkey. Yeah, it's, it should be cold turkey, not because you're not into it, but because he's not into it and you're not. You're kind of holding on right. to it. So you but you know, a, you know, he's not giving you enough. He's obviously not giving you enough. Right, and you don't want to be a jerk, but you're gonna have to be a little bit of a jerk and put up a wall in order to create the distance and protect and yourself. Right, and if there's a real friendship, it'll it'll come back later. Okay. All right. I know that's hard because I'm sure you uh, care about him. But if he's showing you through his actions that he's not willing to commit, then you have to protect yourself and do what's right for you. Um, and I know that's not easy, but we uh, we wish you the best. The gurus give strong advice, Sean. That's what you have to do. Hot 97, hello. Saving lives. Hello. Hey, who's this? Hi. Hey. What's um, up? So I had a question um, about for the new year, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been dating this guy for about six months now, and basically his communication is off. So he'll go missing for about a week. Oh no! So say his phone is messed no. up, and then <laughs> another week or so, then we'll be good. Everything no. will be back on. No. And then, so he left for a little bit because he had to go do something out um, out of town or whatever. And I talked to him that whole time. Then he called me. Well, he texted me coming back and saying, "Oh well, I hope your holidays are okay, and you still my home." So I'm a little confused. I'm like, when did I ever was your homie? You know? Okay, no, listen, so listen. No, 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 no. There's no. I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm stopping you right now. Give us some clarity. There, there's nothing here. This is not a real thing. There's no. I know it's hard because when you have to, when you're together, mm. you feel a physical connection. Mm, physical and, for sure. And you're definitely physical <laughs> and like, oh, and this is. There's nothing there. A, no one you're serious about disappears for a week. That's right. not a thing. When we've, we've had this before, when right. we, if someone disappears for a week, they either have another family Fact. or they just don't care at all. Right. So there's nothing here. I, we could get into all the details, but I'm keeping it totally real with you. Sharp. Mm -hmm. If you are looking for a relationship, He's this not is not it. Right. For sure, I'll put my guru status on the line. Yeah. It's not it. Yeah, it's not the one. All right? right. Go, go into right. 2018 clean. 2018 yeah, let's go to 2018 clean. clean. The sooner you dead it, the sooner you get into something real. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm not yes. Yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good luck. So say the gurus. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Strength. No weakness. No weakness. Hot 97. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it is Ebro in the morning, Hot 97. Mm -hmm. um, man, are you comfortable with me sharing that, what you just told me, or not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great dude. Hold on, hold on. Put, up, put on this mic right here. I want Patty Duke. We had, um, we had Pete Davidson up here yesterday, and Patty Duke... Just uh, one of our great producers here at the station. You pulled me aside to tell me something about Pete. What yeah, you... no, we shared something personal. I don't, you know, want to go into his personal. But he's he, you know, he's open there. about yeah, it. Yeah. He suffers from Crohn's, and my, my son does as well. And we had a real personal moment, and and he extended his assistance in any way, shape, or form. Like he said, if your son needs anything, have him reach out to me. Have him call me. I know what it's like growing up with it and dealing with it. That's really cool, man. And, and it really touched my heart. And it, it, yes, you just told me it touched me too. I didn't know that. That that's that's a really that's a, Pete Davidson is a genuine dude. Man. Yeah, man. I, I want to you know I, I want to respect that. I want to show love to that. That 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 was huge. Man. So even in spite of the fact that he literally spent the previous three hours just trashing Staten Island, all yeah. made up for in one second. Yeah, in one second. Well, I think we got some callers who called up. Though I said I don't think what he thinks about Staten Island is uncommon. It's the way we a lot of us feel about America. We love it. 
it's home. There are just things about it that get you angry if you actually live there. Right, because you know how good it could be, especially when you lived there when it was good. And you know how it can be better. Right, and then it's not. But that's a nice story you told, man. That's That was really cool. Shout out to Pete Davidson. He's a, that's a nice young man. Uh, Shawnee, pot up the phones real quick. I want to bring on my man... Uh, Anthony Donahue. Mm-hmm. Anthony Donahue is a good man. Uh, also, claims to be the real voice of the New York Knicks. Is that correct, Anthony? Listen, first of all, thanks for having me on, Peter. I always appreciate that. I plan to be the real voice. No, no, of the I Knicks. said I, I don't said think you. I need to plan. I said for you that. claim. I, just do I, said, it. I said you claim. You claim because I, I don't really even claim it. I just do it. Like if you have to like claim it and stuff, you're probably insecure about it. I don't gotta claim it. I don't gotta say I'm the. Vo- I mean, the real voice of the Knicks is Mike Green. Let's make it clear. Mm. But as far as from the fan perspective, I'm not insecure about it. So I don't gotta be like I'm the voice of the Knicks. I'm oh the no! Oh, well, shots fired. Let me I, guess. I, Let me guess. I know when it comes to the Knicks. In this town, I'm the guy. So wait, so you th- in other words, you think Loopy is a fraud? I'm, I mean, listen, do I think he roots for the Knicks? Yes. Do I think he's a bad guy? No. I've had a chance to meet him a few times. Solid individual. I don't think, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. How old is Loopy, by the way? We, somewhere, wow. between, somewhere between 30 and 80. Okay, so, good, good. so he was around in the 90s. I don't think he really knows the history that well. And I'm not saying you should know every little thing like I do. I'm not saying you should know a preseason game from 18 years ago. But you should probably know when the Knicks started in 1946 in Toronto. I'd love – and he didn't burst on the scene until the Knicks got Carmelo Anthony. So where were you Good when question. the Knicks Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. You were rooting for another team. Where were you? Good question. That's wow. a very where good were you? Shame. I was there. I was at every game during those years. I was there with Sprewell, with Houston, with Starks, with Ewing. I was there. Now, Anthony, all. Anthony, it where should be you? added. Anthony, all right, all it right. should be added, Anthony, though, that you are a psychopath. We should. Facts. Let's just be completely transparent here. You literally are in that building nonstop. You have a bed in, in the garden. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I haven't missed a home game yet this year. Just one preseason game. But it's, it's been a fun season, man. How the dare fact you? that it's almost Christmas Day and we matter. We're three games over 500. I'm about to throw a parade in the streets just for that. And we beat your Celtics last no, night. No, that was so a good win. Celtics are nine. Let's be honest. Celtics are falling apart. That win, not as meaningful as it would have been two weeks ago. But it's, not, a, it's still it's meaningful. Not meaningful. No, no, I said, I said, it, meaningful. I said it de- it's definitely meaningful. I said it would have been more meaningful two weeks ago because the Celtics are clearly sliding. But it's a big win. And you got to take the wins where you get them. You're three games above 500 in spite of Chris having injury issues. If I'm you right now, I feel really great about the Knicks. Now, that being said, something I feel really great about is an event you have going on tonight for the people. Anthony Donahue, tell us real quickly about your event tonight. Yeah, so my event tonight is my fifth annual toy drive. It's taking place at the Tempest Bar from about 6 to 11 p.m. It's also a viewing party for the Knicks-Pistons games. Um, if you Knicks Pistons game, if you come and you bring a brand new toy, you can eat free pizza from New York Pizza Suprema, the best pizza in New York City. You can eat pizza all night. Watch the Knicks game. I'll be giving out Knicks gear as long as you come with a brand new toy. All the toys go to the New York Presbyterian Children's Hospital and also the Iron Matt Foundation. That's the, where and where is Tempest? Where is the spot? Oh, the Tempest Bar is on Eighth Avenue between 30th and 31st Street, right across from the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Now, what are your thoughts on having an event for children in a bar? (laughs) 
I, I mean, I do it every year in the bar. I mean, if, you, if you're going to try to get adults somewhere to get toys and make you know make some money, where else could you do it? Where, where else would I do it, Peter? Right. So no, I think it's a great point. I just want you to know that Juanito handed me that joke. So you're supposed. Well, that was an awful joke by DJ. Are you serious? What a terrible joke. Where else would I have it? That was pretty funny. Don't get mad. Anthony, congratulations on doing your fifth one. That's really, really dope. Congratulations on the Knicks playing well. And tonight, if people want to come out, have a beverage, bring a toy, support the uh, the Presbyterian Hospital. It'll be amazing. The Tempest tonight from 6 to 11. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate y'all. There he is, Anthony Donahue, world-renowned Knicks fan. You know, he, he took some shots at our guy, Loop. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, mm-hmm. who, I don't even know who this guy is. Honestly. Anthony? Yeah, who's that? Look him up. Nope, sorry. The only voice of the Knicks I recognize is Loopy. Wow. I respect your loyalty. I respect your loyalty right there, Cass. Yeah. Well, to Cass' defense, he's white. Like, Anthony's white, so it's, you know. What does that got to do with it? What does that have to do with anything? Loopy's Spanish, so it's a different thing. What does that have to do with anything? I understand. All right. You're Spanish. I don't get it. I'll translate what one of you is saying, What is he saying? He is saying Yeah, he's saying you're a racist. Why? He's saying you won't support a white Knicks fan. You'll only support a Dominican well, Port- uh, well Lupe's not Dominican. What is he, Puerto all. Rican? He's Puerto Rican. Same thing. No, he fakes a, Dominican yeah, all the time. Oh. Yo, he, but let's be honest. He has enough skits online where he's pretending to be Dominican. It can be very confusing. Uh-huh. Listen, guys. I just know who I recognize. And, the, the, the boy, and you, that's Loop. That's you, the Loop. The you, Loopster. Loopy versus Anthony Donahue. Control of Knicks fandom. We'll see where it goes. Why does it be, you know, why can't these guys come together and do an event I mean, together? they do all root for the Knicks, right? Yeah, well, can like, I tell you the truth? Uh, here's what I think is the honest what is, truth. What is it? And hear me out on this. Because I love Loopy. Here we go. Okay? I believe Anthony would come together. He would like to. Mm-hmm. But I believe that he's worried that Loopy's a crazy man. He's scared of the Loopy. He's not, scared of the Loopy. And that, and, and that, <laughs> you, so. and that if you were to get in, like, serious business with him... You never know, like, oh, we're doing an event for a children's hospital. And then the next video, he's screaming and spitting and and cursing. So I do think, because I think he does respect his passion for the Knicks. Right, right, right. But Loopy is a wild card. That's part of what makes him so entertaining. That's what he does. Uh, It's time for the flashing lights. Are we doing flashing lights? We missed flashing lights. Yeah. Want to play the intro at least? I mean, it makes me feel better to hear the intro. <laughs> Roosevelt. Let me tell him the, the highlights. The highlights. Who's on this show? Get him out of here. All right, a couple of things here. Number one, if you guys aren't following on social media, at Laura Styles, man, her trip looks amazing. I know, right? Luxurious. And, and for the record, everyone always tweets when I say something mean about somebody. Will someone at Laura Styles and add her and tell her that I miss her and I'm, I'm stalking her vacation to, to keep up with her because I love her? Does anyone say that? Did anyone? Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. All the people, because this is what happens, Shawnee. Mm-hmm. We Hot 97, it's a morning show. It's New York City. People hear this. So what happens, I personally think that to this day, Cardi B doesn't like me. Because? Because, because early on, I, I admit, I was not a huge fan of her Instagram character. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my style of comedy. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. I didn't love it. And I believe enough people, like, yo, Cardi Rosenberg was saying this, saying that. Mm-hmm. That I think I think even though we did the interview, I just don't think she likes me, and it makes me sad because it wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time, and guess what? That first time mm-hmm. when Nikki didn't like me. Oh, by now you should be getting used to this. I know, and I am. I, I'm able to sleep at night. Believe me, I, I, under- I think it's only in your head, Rosenberg. No, no, People no. don't not like you. No, no. Well, hold on, real quick. Thank okay. you, Cass. I appreciate you lying to me, but real quick, <laughs> Nikki. I know for a fact that when Nikki first didn't like me, you have to understand. That goes well before the Summer Jam Starships thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't like me before because she didn't live in New York and her people would tell her 
that me and Cypher were making fun of her mm -hmm. because we were like, bah, 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 and we were like t t teasing the voice. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it's to us, it's a joke. We're doing right. a show every day. You know, so it's sensitive, the artist. And, well, no, no, and that's not who I blame. I don't blame the artist. I blame their so-called friends ah. because the friends always want to put gas and tell them, oh, you know what they said about you. But let me guess. Let me guess. No one's adding Cardi B and saying Rosenberg made a movie of your new single today. Let me guess. Let me guess. She'll never know. She'll never know that we showed love. They just tell them when we talk trash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's damaging. I want to support Cardi B. I'm, I, I, I'm a New York's own. A New York's own. I'm a patron of the New York hip hop arts. Yes. But she, you know, she doesn't like Yo, you. Man, just let it go, man. Stop looking for. No, credit. I want to. Having anyone has let anyone learned the let one message go. you can learn from all week from this Rosenberg thing that we've been doing on the show all week? I'm very sensitive. Yes. My ego is very fragile. Super. That is true. I want to be invited to things even if I don't go. Little mm -hmm. bitch. Mm -hmm. Sorry. What? Sorry. Bitch. Whatever. I mean, it, that, that's not what I'm saying. Somewhere deep down in my heart. That's how you feel. I still uh, love you. No. You need a hug. You need a hug. Merry Christmas. Guys, coming up on the show, an artist who I believe still likes me, G Easy, mm -hmm. will be on the show very shortly. All right? At Rosenberg Radio, uh, at Shawnee Culture. Yes. You deserve uh, you're, you deserve to plug your Twitter and your Instagram. Yeah. Follow me, Shawnee Culture. Culture. ShawneeCulture.com. Yes. Culture with a K. S H A N I. Culture with a K. Follow me. CultureMovement.com. Yes. CultureShawnee.com. Too, too much going on. How about just at DJ Cast One? See how simple that was? <laughs> Let's go. Simple, right? Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Hot 97.